What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. A couple quick reminders to download and play NBA 2K20 and Rise of the Tomb Raider, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is a uh, third-person minecraft meets dragon quest jrpg type game make sure to play that come back at the end of month as well for game of the month where we will be discussing that hopefully you had a chance to play it as well and you can talk with us about it and we'll be picking a brand new game for game of the month next month as we do soon you get to pick right yeah i don't know what month that is though it's not next month but the month after that okay. so whatever the fuck that is it's coming up Chevy gets to pick soon and you guys get to pick so start thinking about what you guys want to play in december uh, we have Discord linked down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. We have uh, Patreon as well. If you'd like to support the channel even further than liking, commenting, sharing, and all that stuff, watching the videos, we appreciate it all. Thank you. goes right back in the channel if you decide to do it. If you don't, whatever. Um, and, yeah, type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment if you'd like to be considered for our segment on TastyCast where we read your guys' comments and reply to them. Uh, and, yeah, just type in hashtag AskTLG and uh, there's a very good chance you will be featured on the show as long as it's not some crazy shit or blatant advertisement. You're like, hey, check check out buygold.com. It's, it's, that's not making the show. All right, so Tasty Tuesday, we got two bits of news to talk about. One's a reaction more so. Apparently, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini that happened that we'll be watching. But the first bit of news is uh, a little bit of uh, next-gen pricing for games news. Uh, it's been in the discussion on uh, game prices for more than just this generation, but even the last generation. I remember people talking about um, what the prices could be. And uh, yeah, Phil Spencer has finally uh, come out and responded to this uh, as a lot of companies are starting to kind of hint that we might be moving forward to the $70 price point. Uh, in this article by GameSpot, uh, it is titled Xbox Boss Phil Spencer Responds to Increased Price for Next-Gen Games. It reads, recently, 2K Sports announced that NBA 2K21 uh, for PS5 and Xbox Series X will cost $70 USD, uh, which is $10 price increase from the $60 USD that has been commonplace since the Xbox 360 PS3 era. Other publishers are expected to follow suit and raise prices for the next-gen games, but the full picture has not yet become clear. Xbox boss Phil Spencer has now commented on the matter, telling the Washington Post that he sees no problem with price increase. Gamers will ultimately vote with their wallets after all. In quotes, it says, as an industry, we can price things whatever we want to price them, and the customer will decide what the right price is for them. Uh, Spencer said, I'm not negative on people setting a new price point for games because I know everybody's going to drive their own decisions based on their own mod or business needs. But gamers have more choice today than ever have uh in the end i know the customer is in control of the price that they pay and i trust that system spencer declined to say if microsoft's own new games will cost seven dollars usd but the situation at xbox is somewhat different with xbox game pass microsoft offers a subscription service that gets you all first party xbox games for around ten dollars per month which is a steal uh, before the $10 price increase for NBA uh, 2K21 was announced, PlayStation boss Sean Layden spoke about how the current AAA games business is unsustainable. In quotes, it says, it's been 
55 or 59.99 since I started in this business, but the cost of games have gone up 10 times. Layton told gl.biz, if you don't have elasticity on the price point, but you have huge volatility on the cost line, the model becomes more difficult. I think this generation is going to see those imperatives collide. IDG Consulting Yoshio Osaki said that despite increasing development costs, the price of games has not increased in the same way that something like a Netflix subscription has. Even with the increase of $69.99 for the next gen, that price increase from 2005 to 2020 next gen is only 17% far lower than the other comparisons. He said, while the cost of development and publishing has gone up, the pricing and other entertainment verticals uh, has also gone up substantially. Next-gen software pricing has not reflected these increases. $59.99 to $69.99 does not even cover these uh, other cost increases completely, but does move it more in the proper direction. Um, and uh, yeah, Osaki added that he believes other publishers are exploring moving their next-gen pricing up on certain franchises. So it seems very likely that not, not specifically the standard for pricing is going to go up, but people are going to start experimenting with it. And if that goes well, I assume it's going to become commonplace. What do we think about the prospect of prices of games going up? What do we think about uh, people in the industry and what they have to say on that? And they're, uh, uh, some of them um, being sympathetic to the customer and others going, it's business, baby. And what do we think about all of this? I mean, I, I think... If just from a cost standpoint alone, we've already kind of seen the result of the price not going up by the increase in DLCs and expansions for yep. games. Uh, oh, yeah. That is a direct response to them not rise, raising the price of the games because they still have to keep the lights on, essentially, and turn a profit, ideally. Um, they are a business, all of them. <laughs> mm. So um, I, I don't think the $10 thing is asking too much, to be honest, um, as long as that chills out a little bit of the extra purchases in games as well um it won't it won't but i mean that but would, i know what you're th- that, I, that I would agree. be the ideal um you know trade off one for the other i'd mm-hmm. rather pay more for a full game than have it piecemealed to me though a lot of uh companies have have gotten smart about it and sell cosmetics and the people who can't afford it will so mm-hmm. um which is what it is uh <sighs> You know, the other thing I, I always think about, too, is they do specifically mention since the Xbox 360 PS3 era, and they also mentioned from, uh, what was that, 2005, I think they said. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, depending on your age bracket, uh, Nintendo 64 games were like 80 bucks. So like, well, and back in the Wild West of uh, Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, they were all over the place. Yeah, I mean. I, I bought games from like 40 to $80. There was $120 games. Uh, on Genesis, I think I was that fucking Sonic paint game with the mouse that came with it, so it had peripheral. But and the economy was in a like the, the or I, mean, I should say the price of a dollar was significantly less then. So like yeah, games so were it expensive. was very expensive, but it was also a niche market at the time yeah. that did not have standards built yet. For so. sure. So I mean, there's a lot of things to think about when it comes to this. It's not just like oh, they're trying to get ten more dollars out of me. I mean, realistically, like they brought up Netflix and every other service i've paid for prices go up eventually because yep. people got to get paid more to keep up with the economy so um does it suck well, i mean ideally we all want to pay less right the other thing mm-hmm. i want to bring up too that i think is kind of important is the the business model has changed a lot too where like that 
price point is there for like the first wave of purchasers and it seems like a lot of companies like immediately will drop it a little bit yeah get the next wave drop it again get the next wave there's a strategy there for sure there is and it seems specifically in this this generation people are a lot more unless it's one of those games that they know they can just keep at high the highest price longer like a nintendo game or call of duty um even we've seen call of duty though drop its price more quickly than ever before it down to about um, 40 bucks yeah it's crazy because yeah. i remember back in the day like black ops modern yeah, warfare modern for two <laughs> were 60 bucks for like fucking eight years mm-hmm. um but uh but it does seem like they are more fast to get like you said the wave to get that first full price wave get the people who were eh, i might pick it up oh it's 10 bucks less i'll pick that for 50 mm-hmm. bucks that's a deal uh or 40 bucks they're like oh fuck that's that's like the perfect price for me and then you get those crazy sales where you get like days gone for like 20 bucks 15 bucks because they're just trying to go like okay we've sold this to all the people who were interested in seeking it who's curious yeah for 15 20 bucks because sure. we not only with just like the money you're not going to give us if we don't lower this price but we'd also like you to go Hey, I actually played the game and I liked it. Maybe I'll be a return customer Brand on my next game. It. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it, the model does have a standard, but it does seem to drop quicker. So there's a different strategy. But also, before we're going into the $70 standard, if that does become a thing, we already have created the standard that almost every game, specifically high profile games, have about three price points already. Yeah, with multiple editions. Yeah. Yep. Most games come out $60 or have a $70 to $80 version, mm-hmm. and then they'll have a super crazy 100 to $140 version. Yeah. And uh, that's standard. And I've bought plenty of those more expensive yep. versions. Uh, and other ones I've skipped. It depends on when they add. But this is them trying to incentivize you giving more money for the game by giving you, I assume, pretty low-cost DLC Um to get you to spend more on the game. And the, the stores are designed to show those first, too, at least yeah. on PlayStation Network. Oh, it's really bad. As soon as you search a game, it'll show you the deluxe version first. Yeah. I'm so. like, I'm going to buy that game, the standard version. It's like, how about the ultimate ver- when I, edition? When I'm I like, went to buy Ghosts, it was like that. I'm so. like, where's the standard? I don't want the extra stuff. I mean, it's cool, but not this game. Maybe another game. Um, so it has already, There's it's, it's a modular system that we're already in in this generation. And I think that does that is there to compensate for the jump that I thought should have already happened. Um, I'm on the record talking with Dean Takahashi in February about, you know, I assumed that fucking price should have went up already. Yeah. I thought this whole generation should have been $70. Yeah. Um, and it didn't. And it's because they chose a different route to go. So it makes more than just some sense to me the fucking uh next generation possibly could up to 70 i have no negative feelings about Especially it after I've, a decade yeah. yeah i have no negative feelings about it i mean it's more money and that sucks but i've been expecting this to happen and been confused on why it hasn't happened it's inevitable um, so. yeah uh for a while and uh and and anyone out there who's just like well they just want more money well they do but you have to think about it games have gotten bigger and bolder and crazier and they have the biggest teams ever. I remember back in the day when like the first 200 person team for a fucking uh, AAA game was like a big deal. And now it's standard. And all those people got to get paid and all the time put in the fucking four, six, eight years to make a game. Three, typically. Well, um, the bar for success was like hundreds of thousands, yeah. half a million, three quarter million, million. Like you have to sell so many units now to be successful. Yeah. So. And uh, the, the price has had to have gone up. 
And so when the price goes up too much, they they mention this article, it's in, unsustainable because if they keep spending more and more money, but they're not getting as much money out of people. And of course, there are the examples of like Fortnite that make crazy amounts of money. It's not every game though. And some games are very respectful when it comes to their DLCs. Yeah. They release a game, they're like, hey, just buy it. We don't plan on adding anything else to it. And then some games are still like, you know, there's some cosmetics you can buy. There's all sorts of ways, ways people go about this. And yeah. it just makes complete sense that they would have done that because it is a way to get the standard price they expect from you, offer you ways to buy a more expensive version of the game, and then just kind of put it out there. Would you like to spend more money on the game? And uh, and you can really kind of you know make or break uh, somebody's experience with the game with how you do that. Some games are very shameless. Some Xbox games will ask you if you'd like to purchase something in the middle when you're playing it. That's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, but then, you know, the PSN store, shameless and going like, hey, we'd prefer if you buy the more expensive game. Yeah, rough that. Here. And it's not, right I don't here. even care if they advertise it like that on the front page. But when I go to search for these games, all times it pops up first. first. And then I have to click on it and then go to like the sections and go, no, 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 I want the fucking standard one. Yep. So they on purpose make it difficult to, not difficult, but, you know. Add steps. They, yeah, they just want you to, they want your eyes on that and they want you to have the option in your hands. They want to just put it in your hands and go, you want to buy this? And I'm like, no, I want the standard. I have to make that decision. Well, and not real numbers, but like one out of a hundred people, yeah, pull that trigger. It's a win. Yeah. So I mean, like, it's just like if I was actively um, advertising this channel, most people are gonna go look past it. But every once in a while, somebody's gonna subscribe, yep. and you just have to keep fucking that up, and it keeps building. Same thing with really anything when it comes to making sure people are aware it exists. For sure. Um. So yeah, all in all, 70 bucks makes complete sense. It's going to suck for people who might, you know, have a tighter budget for whatever reason. I can respect that. Um, but we just kind of already talked about that. Those prices do fluctuate uh, both ways pretty quickly. rapidly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think if we get $70 games, it's not going to change the model. I think it's going to stay the exact same. The games are going to be more expensive and less expensive quickly. And uh, uh, they're going to be full of fucking uh, microtransactions and DLC like they are because Kind of like they said, this should have happened a while ago. I agree with that. And uh, it's only 17% increase of what they said already. And uh, um, it, it only makes sense. Like, it, it, honestly, they could go higher. I don't want them to. I don't think it's smart. I think a lot of people would re reject a $20 increase. Uh, look at any time Netflix ups their price by a little bit. People get pissed. Yeah, and they bail for a little bit. And they bit. want to boycott. Yeah. And then they stop. And then they come back because they're like, okay, well, it's not going to change. So, And I want that. Yeah. So it's just kind of growing pains in that sense. It does make me think about a future where it possibly could get even higher, but I don't, I don't, I think we're going to go into games as a service uh, before then, before that happens where you're going to perhaps have the chance to buy the game and own it or just do something like game pass and have access to a library that you don't own for a monthly fee um, with a discount to purchase. If you want. Yeah. yeah. I can see that coming before we get to like a hundred dollar game standard i don't I, we don't have enough generations ahead of us to get that to happen and if it does we'll see if i can justify it by then that seems really fucking steep to me but um with, but i would with, argue with the current state of of you know financial situation at least sure. for us financial sure. situation i'd say so um i would argue though that uh you know some games are already pulling in those prices for games when a game like call of duty modern warfare the newest one come came out a lot of people bought the like you know eighty to hundred something dollar versions. Mm -hmm. I bought one of those. I know a lot of people who bought one of those two versions. They didn't buy the sixty dollar version, and so I have to assume 
the companies that can pull that off and get those sales normally, they're already living in that world where they're making more. They're still just getting some people who are buying the $6 version as well, of course. And then they put out Warzone and get, you know, purchases through that as well. But um, not everybody's able to pull that off. And so, you know, some people are already kind of living in that price bracket uh, already. Uh, it's just kind of allow other people to move up. But then you got to start looking at, some of the indie games and are they going to stay 30, 40 bucks? Are they going to start creeping up towards 50 or whatever? And if it's like, you know, two people on team, you know, you're supporting them if you're paying those higher prices, but it's the production price going up. So it's, uh, it's really interesting. This is something I'm always really interested in when it comes to just kind of the economics and the business of gaming, because, um, I mean, it affects us. We all play games. Uh, and, uh, I, I do think there is, um, almost a game in itself when it comes to pricing on a lot of the shit console prices controller prices like the the dual sense that thing i feel like is going to be more expensive than a normal controller because it has more shit in it yeah um and uh and i think it's justifiable and same thing with these game prices again i know some people who are just really just opposed to spending more money regardless of the argument and i get that because you're like i don't want to spend more money i get it 100 sure but i think it's i think there's a really hard argument to make to try and say that this shouldn't be happening on a business level just because the price of, of making a game is higher now than it ever has been. Um, So it's impossible to expect that they will not try and match some kind of returns. Um, And again, to reiterate, there are some games that are getting more than, than the returns that they needed. Uh, But they're, they're the outliers. They're not the standard game. And you have some companies who, who can, uh, find other ways to supplement that income as well. I mean, you got your companies like your, you know, EA, Ubisoft, and stuff like, and Activision, and whatnot, that can make, you know, a cheap little mobile game, and they'll rake in tens of millions of dollars on yeah. microtransactions on a mobile game. I mean, that's just supplementing the brand at that point. Like if they do a Call of Duty game or a, uh, what was that, Miss that Dungeon One or whatever that Ubisoft made that was on Steam and I think mobile, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, it, they have a lot of strategies. Obviously, then they got people who look at this stuff and and whatnot. But at at a point, it does something has to give. So, and, mm. and I think we're just finally seeing it. Um, and like they said, later than really, it probably should have happened. So, I do think talking about Phil Spencer real quick and his response, though, even though I do think if the standard went up, they're going to go up with it. But they already Microsoft is all about fucking subtle domination and getting their stuff in your hands no matter what they want game pass in your hands they want it on every fucking screen they want you to be using windows uh all this shit and they will give it to you or sell to you at like ten dollars so when i'm hearing them talk about like prices i don't know if he's taking it serious because he's in the future i'm assuming hoping you're gonna be on game pass um, so you're just paying him every month anyway, or paying Xbox every month. It's just but, uh, Phil Spencer money. Phil Spencer money. Spencer bucks. Um, Phil bucks. Uh, but it does give Microsoft a little bit of a power play if they want to lose money. If, um, but but still kind of rake people in. If Sony comes out and they make it a standard that all their main games are gonna be seventy bucks, and Microsoft's like, no, nah, we're just gonna keep ours at sixty. Yeah, because they can afford to do it. They do that all the time with everything. They they really Microsoft really does not mind losing money Mm-mm. to get you to get into their infrastructure, into their ecosystem. Yeah, as long as the brand is in the hands. Yeah. So. They they really that's such a big philosophy of Microsoft as a company in general. It's like world domination. Um and I could see them like he's holding back, he's like, I'm not saying what the price are gonna be. I just, I you know, and he's also 
saying it's in the customer's hands. Because if if you go 70 bucks and no one buys it, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, they'll figure something else yeah, out. Yeah, because they have to make money. If they're not making money at all, they're going to lower the price. Uh, look at so many EA games that have come out that did not sell well, and they drop them down to 20 bucks like that instantly. Yep. You think they want to take 20 bucks? No, but they want money. And if you're not giving them money at all, they'll take five bucks. Just give me something because we fucking spent money on this. We got to make something back. And in one of those cases, I'm sure Disney wants some money too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to get paid. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a failure. And then people are going to get fired and you're not going to get sequels to that game, all that shit. So they have to get some kind of return. And if they can like fucking cut even or even make a little bit more than what they paid into it, that's all like that's the second last ditch effort of just like going, okay, this is not flying off shelves. So we, yeah. what the fuck can we do to get money? that people are not going to give us if we don't lower the price. So uh, he's right when he says it's in our hands. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Anything else you want to say on it? I think we've covered it pretty well. Yeah. Let us know in the comments what do you guys think about the standard of a $60 uh, AAA game going up to 70 Do you think it's about time? Are you against that for whatever reason? Um, do you think they shouldn't go up that high? Do you think it, it makes sense that they should go up that high? Uh, how do you feel about other ways they monetize? Are you one of those people who will uh, indulge on buying the uh, you know uh, better edition and ultimate edition of a game? Or do you always stick with the standard? Or are you one of those people, and I know some people like this, who just wait for it to go on sale? I know some people are like, ah, oh, it's interesting looking. I'll wait for it to go on sale, which is a smart move. I do that every once in a while, and I'm like, okay, that was, that was worth waiting for. Some games, I'm just like, I got to get it right now. But uh, but yeah, and what do, what do you think about uh, um, Sean Layden uh, talking about this? What do you think about Phil Spencer's take on this? And what do you think their strategy moving forward? Do you think Microsoft is going to do $70 standard uh, games? Or do you think they're going to maintain 60 or just fucking rule the world with Game Pass on your PS5 and on your Switch? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Second bit of news is a little bit of a Nintendo Direct Mini and Very Mini Partner Showcase which came out uh, as of recording today. So this literally just dropped. It's eight minutes. I'm not sure exactly everything that's on it. I know there's one thing on here I'm curious about seeing. I know two things, but I haven't watched them. So Yeah. We're going to watch this, talk about it, and uh, yeah, before we jump into it, anything you want to say? Uh, no. I, I'll wait till the end. So Yeah. All right. Short and sweet. Eight minutes i almost said eight dollars uh i'm still thinking about economics right now um all right three two one and go this is half of the video already please note due to covid19 release dates and other information presented in the video are subject to change for potential updates please check the official nintendo website and social media channels as well as those of publishers are almost because everything's getting delayed Hello everyone, welcome Yo. to our first Nintendo Direct Mini Partner him. Showcase. We'll be delivering the latest information about upcoming Nintendo Switch Mario's games from our just the right and creepy. It's like, are you buying it? In this series will be released this year, so please stay tuned. Okay, let's get into the headlines. Keep stepping to the beat with new content. Use your rhythm skills to overcome Never played the threats it. terrorizing the land. I've always been curious. If it went on sale, now maybe I'd pick it up. DLC packs. Pack 1, Character Pack. Five newly added characters join the ensemble. Impa excels in ranged attacks with the Naginata. Take one hit or miss a beat with Aria, and it's game over. With these characters, 
you can take your musical journey for a new spin. Pack 2, Melody Pack. 39 songs will be added, including remixed versions of the game's background music. 39 songs? Change the background Shred music it. At any time so you can listen to your favorite songs while journeying through Hyrule. Pack 3, additional story content, Symphony of the Mask. Play as the mysterious Skull Kid and venture through a brand new map, complete with new very songs mysterious. and a new story. Plus, he has the power to change abilities based on the masks he dons. What awaits Skull Kid in these strange lands? DLC Pack 1 mystery, Character Pack will be available for purchase later today, with the second and third DLC packs to be released before the end of October. A season pass containing Not gonna lie, that kind of made me want to go buy that. Yeah. Later today, yeah. It will include bonus costumes for Link that they added 39 songs to that game in one pack? That's fucking awesome. That's a shitload of songs. That's not, I mean, that's like four times as much as I would assume a pack would have. Save the day and look stylish while you're at it in Rogue Company. I'm curious about this game. Because high res is making it. They need to make fucking tribes, man. God. Tribes Ascend was sick. Good night. This is Watch Dogs Legion. is infiltrating the battlefield. Lay waste to your opponents with an arsenal of weapons and abilities in this online multiplayer third-person shooter. Clash with other players in competitive and casual game modes, or rise to the challenge against AI opponents that surely bring the heat. If you fall cool. in battle, your teammates can revive you, letting you immediately jump back into the fray. Cross-platform play and cross-progression are also supported from day one. Along with support from motion controlled aim. I'm so happy about cross progression. Of <laughs> I love that maps, shit. Skins, rogues, and more. Stay tuned for more information later today about Rogue Company. That game looks free to play and it's like 40 bucks. I don't know if they're going to sell anything. WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Come on, Welcome. This is chunky wrestling. WWE action. Three, two, one. That guy was dead-eyed about that. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that was super saiyan shit. It looks kind of fun. I miss like uh, some of the old school ridiculous wrestling games. I mean, I'm sure it is fun because it seems to be not taking itself too seriously, yeah. which usually proves to make fun games. Get it today. Fuck. Okay, it's already How out. is everything? Get it. Today. Be our last announcement. I never played it. Played the third one. I think that's what this is. 
and give her farm so a world that loses it. its power will fade into nothing instead I can invite you to the world that is to come it's been a while since we last met bro what the fuck is up I with your hair Timmy who did that to you demons this place is crawling with them you have done very well I recognize some of these monsters from that inner mouth he the world will fall yeah. for its sins, the same ones, even in persona, so. and everyone living will vanish. Will you tell me who you are? Tokyo died. Persona used to be called Shinigami. Ah, it's Yeah. Yeah, that's three. That's Neat. pretty cool. I've never gotten to jump into those. I only played the MMO, and I liked that. I got announced forever ago. Thought it disappeared. Yeah, you're telling about that. Where's four at on the fucking one of the handhelds? Fuck is going on here. <laughs> Damn, okay. You're winning another year. I mean, it's got my interest. I don't know what the hell I just saw, but it's, I like the tone. It's cool. I understand what people on Twitter are like. They might as well just show fucking Shin Megami Tensei 5. But again, with all these people, it's like, I didn't show what I wanted. Right. Plus, in 2020, isn't it just nice to just have, like, a day where they're like, hey, there's some video games coming out. And you're like, hey, I can just take my fucking mind off shit. It's great. <laughs> Stop bitching. Um, yeah, what do you think? That was neat. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad to see uh, those games actually releasing. Um, just because that series kind of got forgot about here in the West. Um I remember I'm on barely introduced here in the West. Yeah, I would say we got a taste of it on on PlayStation uh, Two, I believe it was, and then uh, the Shin Megami series kind of disappeared, but the Persona series stayed because apparently that one clicked with people here. So um, it'll be neat to see like I, what I believe to be the original series. I'm not uh, well versed on it, and if I'm not mistaken, I think they're usually darker toned. Mm -hmm. So even though Persona's got some pretty dark stuff in it, but. Yeah, but, well, I'm sure that might be as well. But Persona's kind of goofy, too, in an anime way. So, mm -hmm. But it deals with, like, darker stuff. But it seems like just that's the overall tone of both series. Yeah. They both kind of dabble in uh, dark imagery and, and, you know, bizarre weird shit. So. Yeah, though I do like the same thing, like, I, I like about, like, a Final Fantasy, for example, where, like, there is 
you know, brand items in there that are just recognizable across the series, like all the demons, for example, are the yeah. same. So, um, yeah. And like you said, in the, when they did the MMO, it was the same idea, except for they were little cutesy versions of the, the, the in some cases. So I'd say some of them were definitely not cutesy. They look straight ripped out of the games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it looks cool to me. I mean, we didn't really see gameplay. We saw mm. some weird, bizarre stuff that kind of built an atmosphere, which I am intrigued by. Uh, I'm stoked that they're doing uh, the third one as a remake. Um, or HD remaster. I don't know what the fuck it said. It was either remake or remaster, one or two. But um, it's cool they're giving people the opportunity to play that again. Uh, maybe build up some... Uh, brand excitement again in 2020 before this game comes out i'm always i'm always down for that i like that idea as long as people are producing you know new games i don't mind older games coming back some people hate that shit but uh i don't mind it um the hyrule game i forgot the whole name of the game but uh cadence or whatever the fuck uh yeah i've seen it a couple times i always am like ah it looks kind of neat i've had a couple people go yeah it's pretty fun um, but, uh, for some reason that really kind of clicked with me this time, uh, with those, uh, DLC packs, it almost seems like it's the time for me to pick that up if I'm going to pick it up. Um, so I'm kind of curious about that. I am curious about high res's new game that I forgot the name of, um, something rogue, something, but, uh, rogue agency, I don't know. It's something really fucking generic, but the game does look kind of generic. It looks like I'm, I'm the kind of guy who will try a generic game to see if maybe the gameplay is just good enough that I can overlook how basic it looks. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that's cross play, cross uh, progression. Um, I read a little bit about it. It said it was like 60 frames per second, even on the Switch, which is really good because if it's going to be a competitive shoot at each other game that also has versus AI stuff, which I appreciate, um, it, it needs to be you, it needs to be set up so that if you're picking this game up on Switch, you don't feel like you're getting fucked because yeah. your console can't keep up. So I'm glad they prioritized that. I'd like High Res the fucking. I, they've made a couple of games. They made Smite. They made uh their overwatch style game what paladins uh they made tribes and stopped fucking supporting it um so they've, they've had a couple games that have worked but they've had a lot of games that haven't worked as well so we'll see if this um picks up any steam it's a it's it's a premium game though which i was really surprised by i thought this was gonna be a free-to-play game so if it's free to play I, I would definitely try it but i'm gonna have to look up and see what people think about it um so far i looked up a video and this guy was like this game's amazing guys Hi Res sent me a copy of this. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll wait till the game releases to hear somebody. I was like, it's amazing. I don't buy that. That game might be cool, but I don't fucking buy that game's amazing. Um, but they gave me one. Yeah, they gave me the game. It's amazing. I'd love to get more games. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Same. Um, as I eat my beard. Um, oh God. But uh, but yeah. I don't, the wrestling game is interesting looking. It's not that I'm going to run out, but if someone's like, yeah, it's pretty fun, I might check it out. So, like I said, I kind of miss the days of, you know, you got your mainline games and someone makes like a weird uh, NFL Blitz type game that's just mm -hmm. like ridiculous. It still follows the same properties as some of the rule sets of whatever the hell it comes from, but it is it allows itself to be goofy and more gamey and fun. So, I like that. So, overall, I think the uh, little mini uh, direct for eight minutes packed in a lot of shit mm -hmm. um, and some stuff I'm interested in. So I, I don't, I'm, I'm happy with it. It was a, a little bite sized little, Hey guys, games are coming out and uh, I'm into it. And I like the way Nintendo does their directs um, just cause they're straight to the point. Um, you know, when they have to say something, it's like during a transition. Yeah. Once it's going sure. from this game, this game, they're like, Hey, 
this fun game's coming out this fall, and then it goes to the next thing. You're like, okay, cool. It's not, you know, this developer grew up in a real fucked up area and through fucking adversity finally got to conquer their dreams. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy for them. I am. But where's the games? <laughs> um, not to sound insensitive, but that's not what anyone's really watching these videos for. Yeah. And EA was chocked full of that shit. Um, yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, outside of the, the presentation was good. Yeah, it, it? it was good. I mean, I, I always enjoy them. Um, I, I guess I have a hard time being disappointed by them because I'm not really going into them expecting them to announce like my favorite title coming out next, you know, type of thing. I'm just, I, I wait and see what they have to present to me. Mm-hmm. So same. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, just a mentality thing though, in yeah. general. Um, I, I did enjoy it though. It was in, in eight minutes. Like you said, they, they gave us a lot really quickly. In fact, to bring up EA again, they gave us a, as much in eight minutes there as I received in three hours last year. So that's not even an exaggeration. No, it's <laughs> crazy. So, uh, anything else? No, let's know in the comments. what you guys think of the Nintendo direct mini? what you think about the size, the eight minute length? Do you think they show off anything interesting? Are you excited for anything that was shown? Are you not excited for something that was shown? Have you played some of these games that were shown? Uh, would you recommend them? Uh, the Zelda game, obviously, the Hyrule one um, is, has been out. People have told me about it, so uh, I would absolutely take more recommendations on that. Or maybe someone's like, you know what? It's not as good as people say it is. Um, have you played that Rogue, whatever the hell? I think that just dropped when this came out. So if you've played that, let me know. And if you've got a free copy of it, I'm going to disregard your opinion until like it's a week amazing. or two. After you can finally start speaking your real mind. Then I'll listen to you. And... Uh, yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Nintendo Direct. But that's going to do for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Lou Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. Check us out on uh, Discord. Link down below as well. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until the next episode, which will be something in the coming week, I'm sure. Until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.